What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. It's week 11, and as I said in yesterday's waiver wire video, that means we only have four more weeks until the fantasy playoffs. And since most leagues have their trade deadline sometime over the next two weeks, some have it this week, some next week, I believe some the week after that, but sometime in roughly the next two weeks, everyone's trade deadline is over. And so it's very important right now to look at the fantasy playoffs, look at schedules, and see what studs might be able to win us a championship. Also, I know trading is very hard. And so instead of going like super in depth on like three or four players, I tried to cast a wider net this week, look at a bunch of different players that have a really good schedule. Um, just in case you know, there's a few players in your league who are asking just egregious asking points, you have like a larger list to go after. So we've got 10 players to trade for, seven players to trade away this week. So sit back, hit the like button. Let's start things off with Bijan Robinson. I know that's a scary name to hear. And yes, I understand he's been annoying this season. Yes, I understand he's on buy this week. That can hurt you if you're trading for someone who's on buy, but it works the other way too. You can use it to your advantage sometime. And that's probably the case I'd really want to be trading for him in. If the person in your league is in win now mode, right? Um, they look at their schedule and they're like, if I lose this week, my chances of making the playoffs are like 10%, right? They got to win. And they've got Bijan on by and they're starting like the 40th best running back. Talk to them. They're like, hey, I can give you someone to help you out this week in acquiring Bijan and maybe you can get him at a little bit of a lower cost. Um, also, not just doing that randomly. I mean, think about what's been happening for Bijan this last week. They talked about getting him more red zone opportunities gets one, converts it. He got a ton of carries. He was opening up that split from Tyler Algier. Uh, we look at the playoff schedule, second easiest playoff schedule for running backs. They face the Panthers, the Colts, the Bears, all winnable games to the Falcons, meaning he has high touch upside. Like, it is looking great. Rookies off of bye, so in the week when he returns, everything is looking positive for Bijan. And again, if the person that has him right now needs to win, well, they can't take a zero from that spot. Well, they're not going to take a zero, right? They're going to play someone. But if they don't have a good option, help them out in acquiring Bijan. Uh, Bijan is not your cup of tea, which I know he's not for a lot of people. Uh, how about Austin Eckler? Won't be cheap, but if you're going for the high end, that's who I'd go after. Uh, he's also not coming off a bad game, but Chargers have the single easiest schedule for opposing running backs. They face the Raiders, Bills, and Broncos in the playoffs uh, in what are all going to be must-win games for the Chargers, and we kind of see him uh, get a little bit of higher, like snap share, touch, touch share in those games. Uh, we've got just injuries around this team. Like they need to use Austin Eckler if they want to be winning these games. Also, he's been good this season, but we haven't really seen his like true ceiling yet, which should keep his price down. Had he been going off like last season, scoring touchdowns every week, he'd be impossible to trade for. And he's doing well recently, but he hasn't gone off. Probably a good time to be trading for him, especially with the schedule coming up. Um, if you're looking a little bit cheaper, DeAndre Swift is another really good option. Swift is 14th in expected points per game over the last month. The Eagles are the sixth most valuable backfield for fantasy production at the running back position. And they have the fifth best playoff schedule for opposing running backs. They face the Seahawks, the Giants, and the Cardinals in the three fantasy playoff weeks. Swift is also another player that hasn't really hit his ceiling recently. Uh, he's gone off three times this season, but you know the last three weeks have been much quieter, um, especially in the receiving department for him. Um, 
And not only does he have, you know, a really, really easy schedule in weeks 15 through 17, but before that, leading up to the fantasy playoffs, they face the Chiefs, the Bills, the 49ers, the Cowboys. Those are spots that really lend themselves towards Andre Swift because those are offenses that are absolutely going to push the Eagles, absolutely going to get up at times. We could see a lot of receptions in the near future for DeAndre Swift. And so I think just like rest of season, every single game sets up well for him. Great player to trade for. Final running back you could trade for is Derrick Henry coming off a huge dud game last week. That definitely helps in trading for him. But his playoff schedule is really, really nice. Third easiest playoff schedule overall, taking on the Texans twice and the Seahawks once. He'll have elite rushing touchdown upside in the game against the Texans. Texans are pretty decent at running backs overall, but every running back ever scores against the Texans. But remember what I said last week, right? We talked about him last week and we said, there's still a risk that they bench Henry late, um, that they're like, we're out of the playoffs. You're a million years old. We don't need to run you to the ground. And so I would only trade for Henry if you also acquire Spears, whether that's through a trade, whether he's on free agency. I would want both of them on my team. I would not want to risk it, give up a lot for Henry, and then have Spears be the ones that goes off in the fantasy playoffs. I'd want both of them on my team. Transitioning to wide receivers to buy. Number one, in my eyes, is Cooper Cup. Been dreadful the last two weeks, but he and Stafford should be good to go now. He has the third easiest playoff schedule. He faces the Commanders, Saints, and Giants. And I'm not going to pretend like, you know, trading for Cup comes without risk. It's kind of a similar situation to Derrick Henry and being like, you know, this isn't a slam dunk. These are older players on bad teams, which is risky to trade for late in the season. But the schedule is just so awesome. And it really does feel like he's just like hit rock bottom in fantasy right now. Cup could easily be a top three wide receiver rest of season. And I think that potential is just worth taking a shot on if you're trying to win a championship, right? We're not trying to play it safe. We're trying to win. And his value is way down right now with a great schedule to close off the season. I would trade for him. After Cooper Cup, um, I trade for DK Metcalf. Uh, he's been sort of quiet recently. He hasn't scored since week four, hasn't cracked 100 yards since week three. But Seattle has by far the easiest playoff schedule taking on the Eagles, Titans, and Steelers. No other team has even close to as easy a schedule as that. And so if we're also buying low on a very talented player, just like not really hitting recently, when we add in that the schedule is amazing when it matters the most, that makes him an unbelievable buy. After DK Metcalf, you can look at Debo Samuel. He's had a brutal season overall. He's dealt with injuries really since the first month of the season. But he returned last week. He looked fully healthy. Uh, the 49ers um, not only have the fourth easiest playoff schedule, but if you combine all of their remaining weeks, not counting week 18, obviously, they have the easiest remaining schedule. Uh, so like with Metcalf, you're kind of taking a player who we know is obviously very talented and you're just buying into that player saying, I think your stock is a little bit down right now from where it would be on average. Plus, You've got the best schedule of any wide receiver. And so every week we're going to have these really positive matchups. doesn't mean it'll go off every week, but every week he's going to have a significant ceiling. Great player to trade for as well. After those three, um, I do see a drop off into the next two. Um, I think they're quality wide receivers to go after, but 
definitely a little bit more speculative. Uh, and I'd want to make sure if you're trading for these next two that you're very happy with the deal. With the ones we talked about before, um, I'd be a little bit more okay being like, okay, this is a fair trade. I wouldn't want to do a fair trade for these two. I'd want to try and win these deals. Uh, but it's Chris Olave and Devonta Adams. Olave is on buy this week. So it's the same thing as Bijan. I'd try to look at this and be like, okay, if this person needs a wide receiver or they need a flex option, they need something to get them by, probably a good opportunity to you know make them aware of that. Be like, hey, it's a must win for you and you don't have Olave. I'll take him for this week. You get this other player, maybe you're losing the deal, but you can maybe squeak yourself into the playoffs if you can get this one done. Um, there's a small chance that uh, Jameis Winston is their starting quarterback after the bye. That would be huge. Like going from Carr to Winston, like NFL football wise is, you know, maybe not even an upgrade. But for fantasy, if we've got Winston at quarterback, you know, wheels up for Chris Olave. He'd be a wide receiver one rest of the season. So, I don't think it's going to happen, to be honest, but it could happen. He's also got an above-average playoff schedule, and so there's just potential there. Again, I said it's more speculative, but there's a lot of potential there, and he's obviously a great player, so we've talked about a lot. Uh, and then Adams has had a really rough season, obviously, uh, but he's coming off a really good game against the hardest opponent in the NFL. Um, he's got a really strong remaining schedule, really strong playoff schedule, especially. He faces the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Colts. Um, I know it's tough investing in the Raiders offense, but he should be fairly easy to get for being Devonta Adams. And we all know the upside, right? Many, many players who are producing the same as him right now do not have like 11 for 170 and two touchdowns in the range of outcomes. He does. And it's just nice to have players with that sort of ceiling and to buy low on them when you can. Unfortunately, at quarterback, um, the teams with the top matchups are brutal. So the best schedule for quarterbacks in the fantasy playoffs goes to the Titans. Don't want that. The Steelers, the Eagles, the Raiders, Saints, Rams, and Giants. So the only quarterback on that list we would even want is Jalen Hurts. And so we can't really be attacking schedule for quarterbacks. Um, if you want to try and tra trade for Jalen Hurts, sure, go for it. I'm not going to stop you and it'd be a good player to trade for. I just don't think you're going to have a ton of success, but definitely by all means try. Um, that leaves us with tight end trade targets. Best one is definitely David Njoku. He has elite touchdown upside. I know it hasn't really hit the season, but he does have a lot of touchdown upside to close the season and not only has the second easiest schedule in the fantasy playoffs, but the easiest remaining strength of schedule if you include all the remaining weeks. Again, not week 18. Um, I know he hasn't been amazing. I know the touchdowns have been lower than we're expecting, but he's got a great rapport with Deshaun Watson, could have a really nice close to the season. I think it's a good time to buy him in general. And if you need a tight end, he's probably not going to be like a top three tight end, but he shouldn't be that difficult to get. And so it should be pretty easy. Maybe you need to convert a depth piece. But like I talked about in the waiver wire video, we don't care as much about depth right now. We're kind of using our bench to do more like running back stashes in case there's an injury. Uh, so if you've got some depth that you don't really need, you know you're not going to start them, maybe trade that for David Njoku. So that's it for trade targets. How about seven players you could be trading away right now? We'll stick with tight end, uh, where we've got both Evan Ingram and Dalton Schultz. Ingram has zero touch on upside. He has one red zone target on the entire season, zero inside the 10-yard line, despite ranking third overall in targets among tight ends. Jaguars also have the second hardest playoff schedule for tight ends, so not amazing. Uh, a team with the hardest playoff schedule for tight ends 
is the Texans. And that's why Dalton Schultz also makes this list. He's been great recently. Stroud's breaking out. Stroud's clearly an amazing quarterback and have an unbelievable future in this game. But tight ends are still volatile, right? He can still um, be on a team with an ascending quarterback. Stroud can be great. And maybe there's just weeks where, you know, Dalton Schultz doesn't do amazing. And when you look at the playoff schedule, three brutal matchups like three bottom three matchups so when you have a terrible matchup in every single week of the fantasy playoffs that's not great great time to trade him away sell high on him right now only wide receiver uh is the same as last week amari cooper cleveland has the second hardest playoff schedule and they also play the jets in week 17 so even if you survive you make it to the championship do you really want to play Marty Cooper in week 17? No, if we really don't want to play him then. And he's got, you know, difficult matchups leading up to that spot as well. Coming off three really good games, like he's trending up. And in the future, it's not looking great. Definitely time to trade him at quarterback. Only have one name. Uh, honestly, it's a scary name to say, but Tua seems like a pretty clear sell to me. Miami has the hardest remaining schedule and the hardest playoff schedule. They face the Jets in week 12 and 15. They play at Baltimore Championship Weekend. So look at the fantasy playoffs, you know, the most important weeks of the season. First one is the Jets. No one wants to play two against the Jets. And then at Baltimore in Championship, well, we don't want to play them then either. And so if you've got two weeks in the fantasy playoffs that you don't even want to play this quarterback, probably a good time to trade him away right now. Then finally, uh, three running back cells are Saquon, Gus Edwards, and Ken Walker. Saquon is at, like, he's got a lot of risk, right? He's at risk of getting caught up in their, like, tanking efforts. They might just not want to be winning games this season. It's going to be a very exciting game, them against the Patriots. See who wants to win that tank. Um, but they might just bench him late in the season. Plus, even if they don't, they have by far the hardest playoff schedule for running backs. He has zero talent around him. So the opportunity is incredible. He is like one of the most featured running backs in the NFL right now. The volume is off. Awesome. I think that volume is going to start trending down. And so a lot of risk with him. I would sell him if you can. Um, he truly has done his best this season, but the Giants have wasted him. Yet again, um, I just have a really bad feeling about him rest of the season. Um, Gus is a sell because Mitchell looks really good. He looks very explosive. He looks like someone they need to give more touches to. And obviously, Gus has gotten really lucky the last few weeks. Seven touchdowns over the last four weeks. Yes, he's their goal line back, but that's a pace for 30 touchdowns in a season. That is obviously not sustainable. Uh, and we know that the floor is low when he doesn't score. Like, he could score, you know, three or four total fantasy points in full PPR scoring if he doesn't score a touchdown. And so, if we haven't seen that floor recently, that's not really in people's minds when they scroll through and look at box scores. And then also, if there's a risk, he's not even the 1A. Maybe he moves to the 1B in the next few weeks because Keaton Mitchell looks so good. That's a very risky player to be holding right now. And then finally, Ken Walker um, really being hurt by Charbonnet right now. Charbonnet's taking all this passing work. And so I think it's three straight weeks of only one reception for Ken Walker. He's being lifted up by these huge plays, right? These like 40, 50-yard runs, these 60-yard touchdowns through the air. Like if he's only getting one reception, he's unlikely to bust a 60-yard touchdown every single game. He's playing half the snaps. Like, Things are just trending in Charbonnet's direction. And so when you also look at it and you say, okay, Seattle has the third hardest playoff schedule, Eagles, Titans, Steelers, that's not great. Probably want to trade him away. So that is 10 players you can trade for, seven 
you can trade away. You can see all of my rest of season strength of schedule data and the fantasy playoffs strength of schedule data by position on my website, thefantasyfootballadvice.com. And if you want, you can hop into our free Discord. You can ask people trade questions there. You can tag me at Enzylac in the Discord. I will try and answer all of those questions. You can find a link to that also in the description, whether you're listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube. Again, it is free. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of my future videos and make sure to leave a like if you watch this far. But that'll do it for this one. Thanks for watching.